what we're doing is hard uh, when we follow your strategy. I definitely think it's totally worth it, but it does take focus, diligence. And I actually love that too at the same time because it provides structure so I can actually progress. Mm. But it's not easy. And when you do things that aren't easy and that's recognized, that's very rewarding and it reinforces that what we're doing is right and you get all those warm, fuzzy feelings. Welcome to the Rise Up Live Free podcast, where we're going to be giving you the exact blueprint to reach financial freedom in 10 years or less, regardless of your age, your income, or your experience. You see, we believe that 97% of traditional financial advice is dangerous, misleading, or outright wrong. And we're here to empower you on how you can use money and cash flow as a tool to create, build, and live a life you love now rather than having to wait until you're 65. If you're ready to take immediate action, join us over at cashflowtactics.com forward slash podcast. All right, all right. Welcome to the Rise Up Live Free Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things financial freedom in 10 years or less. And guys, you're on the microphone today with me, Ryan Lee, and I'm excited. I'm actually honored to be on the microphone with you today, wherever you're at. I hope you're crushing it today. I mean, we're coming down. If I'm going to date stamp this podcast a little bit, we're coming down to the end of 2021. And it's been a crazy year. It's been a crazy couple of years, to be honest with you. So I hope you're ending this year stronger than when you started. I hope you're ending this year in a position where you're more empowered, you're more enlightened, you're more uh, focused on what you want out of life. Because guys, if there's anything that we've learned in the last couple of years, life is unpredictable and we've got to enjoy it as we go. So today, it is my pleasure, it is my honor to be um, to have the opportunity to get back on the microphone and do, I don't know if we're going to call it a case study, but we're going to look at someone else's game plan. And this is, has a, a really unique one for me today, because today I am honored to share my sister, my little sister, Zell Lee. So Zell, you want to say what's up to everybody? Hey, what's up? Lee's my maiden name. So my last name is Shawl now, actually. <laughs> And now, Zell, before we get into all the things financial freedom, uh, right before we press live, and we should have done it in the Facebook group, we're going to have to go get her. You just welcomed the newest Lee member, the newest family member into the family. Tell us a little bit about your, your recent journey. What have you been up to in the last couple of weeks? Well, uh, I decided to start a family. Um, so I've been with my man for 11 years, but we started trying last year and got pregnant immediately. I just uh, birthed her and named her after the maple leaf tree. Um, well, the maple leaf and the maple tree. And so her name is Maple and she is 17 days old. <laughs> mm, and she is, dang, she's like maple syrup. She's just so cute. Uh, love, love, love seeing her. You're gonna have to go get her up when we end this podcast today. Uh, but Zell, today, today we're gonna be talking a little bit about your game plan. And uh, I'm excited to be doing this. I've never done this with a family member. So to do this with you is gonna be a really a first time experience with me. But then second, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see your perspective of how all of this uh, message came to fruition in your life. Um, you know, everyone listening to this podcast, or at least most of you know, likely the elements of my story, right? Um, I followed all of the traditional rules. I went to school, I got a job, um, I got degrees, and I found myself every single year outside of the corporate world, getting further and further away from what I thought was the ideal life that I wanted, right? I kept climbing the corporate ladder. I kept putting my money in the 401k, doing all the things I was told to do. And about five years out of college, I found myself at a roadblock, a, 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 you know, a, a divide in the road because my financial plan wasn't working. My marriage was falling apart. My life was falling apart. And um, it was all, I was trading all of these things, hoping that one day I would have enough money. 
And so I started this journey of what we now share inside of Cashflow Tactics. For me, I never saw Zell. I never saw other people like, like you guys listening to this podcast. I did it for me. And it's been really interesting over the years to see several of you find yourself stuck in some form or fashion and resonate with the message that we now share in Cashflow Tactics. But Zell, I'm curious for you. Um, I don't know if I've ever really actively shared this strategy with our family. So how did Cashflow Tactics come into your awareness? How did you decide to start you know, um, learning about what we do here? Um, For me, so my profession is I'm an artist. I have some butterfly shadow boxes in the background. I work with real butterflies. and um, But being self-employed is you don't really have a retirement plan. And um, I just talked to you a little bit about that because I watched you transform your life. I knew you when you had a corporate job and you got a master's degree and you're going down a traditional path. And I didn't talk to you necessarily about you and your path and feeling like you're in a financial roadblock. But once you started learning new tactics, and one of them was a vault that's setting up life insurance. And so as an artist, I was looking for what am I going to do for retirement? I actually don't have a 401k. I haven't invested in the stocks yet or crypto. And I don't know what I'm doing. And a lot of people don't know what to do with their money and what's a good strategy. But what I can tell you is that I watched you, my brother, start to change your life. And so I started asking questions. And you're right that you haven't necessarily come to me so much um, or other family members. But when you live by example, I think a lot of people are watching and I watched you change your life and I started asking you questions. I love that. And I appreciate that. Um, and that that actually feels, A, I probably should have done more to share that with the family. And B, it's an honor that you saw that and that you came and and, and have learned what you've learned. Now, um, I'm, I'm curious, though, about your profession. So you you are an amazing artist. And, and guys, I'm going to plug her right now. Um, she does some of the most artistic uh, art with jewelry and with creating uh, uh, pictures for your home and, and art pieces with butterflies. And man, she's sold her artwork all over the world. She's, she's has, she has people searching her down. She's an amazing artist. So for you, you mentioned the first thing that, that came to your attention was this idea of a vault. Let's talk a little bit about what it means to be a solopreneur, right? Someone that's kind of working for yourself and and not sure about how to handle finances, number one. And then number two, why was the vault the first thing that appealed to you? So number one, why is it so difficult? Why is it so challenging to get a financial plan when you're not plugged into the traditional financial system? Why is it so hard to do? Mm -hmm. It's scary. Some of your tactics are, they seem wild. And uh, I... (laughs) I resisted them for a while and and um, not only life insurance, but real estate and stuff. So it, it was kind of overwhelming and your path is sometimes it seemed extreme to me. But uh, one piece of advice you give is that 97% of the financial advice given is dangerous. And I agree with that. And you guys are the 3%. Um, and the more that I watched you change your life and asked you more questions and learn the strategy. So there's so much about mindset development there is you have to learn why this strategy matters and to overcome your fears of going down the path. And I have some ways that I overcame those fears we can talk about. Yeah, let's talk um, about those because that that is, I think that's the thing that holds a lot of people back, right? They intuitively know that something's not working, right? And I think a lot of people find themselves with that sense of awareness. And I think a lot of people try to stuff it aside and say, one day it's all going to work out if I just continue down the path. But if you acknowledge it, that that sense of awareness, actually, it kind of turns into an alarm and it gets louder and more disturbing the longer you don't do something about it. So for you, hearing that what we do is so radical and so extreme in the beginning, 
right? How did you overcome the fear to A, look at what we do strategically and then B, actually do what we do? Um, number one, I'd probably say you have been my most influencing factor is knowing someone personally that um, is a couple of years ahead of me and going down the path and having success. So personally, knowing someone was a big influential factor that it is working because I trust you and I've started to go down the path and um, and I've gained confidence and um, started walking on my own two feet as I've gone down that process. Uh, another thing that really helps is being involved in your community. So that your Facebook group and going to the events and networking is um, not only does the community kind of understand and they're very supportive, but I've been able to connect some dots and ask real questions as I've progressed in my game plan. Um, they're very receptive. I've learned a lot. And um, surrounding yourself around a community, I think, is super important. It can help um, you overcome some of those fears because you're not doing it alone. Man, I love that, Zell. I love that you say that because guys, no matter where you're at right now, you're probably listening to this podcast alone. You're not likely listening to this podcast with your friends or your family or your spouse. You're listening to it alone. But that doesn't mean you have to be alone on your journey to financial freedom. And honestly, Zell, we were really apprehensive. We were nervous in the beginning when we set this up to be a community because we didn't know, you know, would people interact, would they share, would that deteriorate the message that we were sharing? And, and I think you're a perfect testament to it, that it actually enhances it. And, and the, the more the community interacts, the more successful you guys are, like that we all are, right? I mean, I can't tell you how many amazing insights I've seen to questions that I have around money coming from the community. So uh, no matter where you're at, if you're listening to this podcast, please get plugged into the community. The best and easiest way to do that is get into Facebook, number one. And then number two, come to our live events. You know, Izell, it was fun when you were, when we found out you were pregnant, we were kind of lining up when you were going to have Maple and the due date kind of aligned pretty closely with when we were planning to have Rise Up Live Free or Rise Up uh, Live event. And I remember you telling me, hey, you've got to make sure that you do it early enough that I can be there because I'm going to come to your event and I'm going to have my baby. And that's pretty much, pretty much what you did. Yeah. It was like the last thing that I made it to before I was too pregnant. I was eight and a half months pregnant and I barely made it, but it was very important. And I did make it. Um, they're great. It's, it's great to uh, meet people in person too, as you get a lot from the Facebook group, but nothing replaces an in-person experience. Heck yeah. Love that. Okay. So um, you came to the community, uh, you saw some of the, the transformations uh, that were happening in my life. You then started to learn what else did you do to face your fears to actually take steps forward in your game plan from getting a vault to now. And we're going to talk about the real estate success you guys are having to also doing real estate. What did you do to, to, to go from theory to learning to actually applying it in your life? Um, I guess bite-sized pieces is being an artist. Once I became self-employed, the first question is, how do I even retire at 65? I still, you know, everyone dreams of hopefully they can do at least that. Um, and so the life insurance vault was an answer to that. And I saved up a chunk of money with my business and set up my policy. And then we did the same thing and set up Jake's. And um, I think it's really important to do it in order and not to skip that step. Uh, but that also helped us um, gain confidence in the path is for a while, we avoided some of your other strategies as uh, real estate and um, and how you can use the vault to fund real estate and and some of your other strategies. Uh, we even resisted your strategy, uh, and bought real estate, tried doing it ourselves, ran an Airbnb, um, not like it can't work, but it didn't work for us. <laughs> uh, and I finally, um, once I had failed at some of my own 
real estate, we had already set up our life insurance policies and we were finally ready to listen to that part of your message. Um, and so we kind of took it in bite-sized pieces and we have grown and, and further progressed in our game plan. And before you know it, we're about year five or six, because I think my policy was started six years ago and um, we've grown a lot and learned a lot since then. And we are under contract for our 10th property. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's so cool. That is so cool. Because I, I remember, and I, I'm curious about this as well. You know, we every every year at the event, we try to honor and recognize the people in the community that have done things, right? Because I'll, I'll be the first to acknowledge the game plan is not the easy way to, you know, having financial freedom. Like it requires a lot of sacrifice. It requires a lot of effort. It requires a lot of attention. Um, and in the beginning, it feels like the furthest, the furthest thing away from financial freedom because you have to learn a whole bunch of stuff and implement a whole bunch of stuff. So we try to recognize people with with uh, trophies, with awards, uh, things like that. Um, and I remember you telling me, and this man, this actually made me feel really good. But I remember you telling me, "I'm so close. I'm so close. I want to get my tenth property under contract so I can get that award at the live event." So, does having that recognition does that help you inside of your game plan, or is that just kind of a friv- frivolous thing? It does. Um, just as useful the Facebook group is, also just that reward and that sense of support is um, what we're doing is hard um, when we follow your strategy. I definitely think it's totally worth it, but it does take focus, diligence. And I actually love that too, at the same time, because it provides structure so I can actually progress. Mm. But it's not easy. And when you do things that aren't easy and that's recognized, that's very rewarding. And it reinforces that what we're doing is right. And you get all those warm, fuzzy feelings. So... So guys, if, if you haven't come to the Rise Up Live, come just for the awards because, man, I tell you, we put a lot of effort into that to recognize your efforts because we know it's difficult. We've walked the path that you're walking. In fact, we're still walking that same path. And there is no, I believe the freedom that we all crave and desire, it requires stewardship, right? It requires us to become a different person. And, and that's really what we're trying to acknowledge and honor inside of your sacrifices that you're pe- becoming someone different. And that's never easy, no matter what it is, whether you're transforming your health, your business, your income, your marriage, or your finances. Um, so I, I love I love that you uh, wanted those rewards. Now, tell me, 10 properties, that's kind of crazy. Let's talk a little bit about what's worked in your journey. I mean, what are some of the lessons that you've learned? What's working? And then I want to shift yeah. gears with you and talk about the things that might not be working quite as well right now. Yeah. Um, so we've touched upon a few of those things. Basically, all of your strategies that you teach, we follow, and it that has worked. Um, so we've talked about some life insurance and and real estate, and you use specific real estate um, pa- that provides passive cash flow. And then you follow your tax structure, the way that you um, can tax real estate. And it's great. So Man, that's it was all so cool for us. Seeing that. And I know Jake's on the podcast with us. Uh, we ha- we're having some technology issues. So Jake, Jake has taken everything that we've taught and he's built a binder out of it. And I loved it when I was at your house, when Maple was born, um, to be able to see your binder that you've put together from the framework to the real estate that you've bought to the entities that you have in place. And it is laid out pretty simply, but it does require you then to pick it up and apply it. And, And you guys have done that masterfully. So yeah, let's talk through that journey of acquiring real estate. What have you learned along the way? Um, it's not perfect. And right now we're, since we're a couple years in, we're working with more of the property management companies and you definitely want to find a good fit there. So if um, they're not managing your property well, there's one company we're trying to um, communicate with. We don't have the best relationship with. And so when you get further along, you're also scaling and you're trying to figure out how to stay organized. And so there, there's just different things along the way that 
new challenges that we um, need to work through. And again, when it comes to what's working, like I said, it's applying the strategies that you talk in about in the cash flow tactics group and then being connected in your Facebook group. So when we are going through those challenges, I can go right on Facebook and ask, hey, what's other people's experience like or what's your feedback? And that feedback is very valuable. Love that. Love that. Let's shift gears if you're open to it, because I think um, it's easy to talk about the successes. And honestly, Zell, you know, I, I think sometimes I, I think the majority of the people that are inside of our community that are taking action on their game plan, they're pretty high achievers, right? If we stack up all the people in the world, the people inside of this community that are willing to, to put their money on the line, their attention on the line and do something about the goals and ambitions that they have they're by definition and default high achievers. And so sometimes us as high achievers, we have a hard time recognizing our achievement because the second we hit an achievement, the second we get our first property, we realize, well, that guy over there's got three or that guy over there's got five or why aren't I doing better, right? And so it's hard to honor the achievements that we make. make. So I want to just take a personal moment for you and honor you and Jake in in what you've done. Having two vaults set up, having the cash flow grid in place, having your 10th property under contract right now, that's pretty phenomenal. Like that's amazing, amazing results. And let's go back to the beginning, right? It hasn't been a traditional path for you, right? You run a business, a small business, and that business is up and it's down. And a lot of your money comes in in cash. So you have to learn how to deal with banks and and learn how to uh, get approved for mortgages. There's been a lot of learning curves along the way. So I hope you and Jake uh, take a moment to celebrate your success. And guys, if you're in the Facebook community right now, give Zell and Jake some, some love for me, please. Yeah. But let's talk. <laughs> let's talk just a little bit about what some of the challenges. Like what walk us through some of the things that have been challenging in implementing yeah. your game plan. Okay. So I mentioned um trying to work on having good relationships with property management companies. So another one, and this one's hard for us, is um we're really excited about what we're doing because as we've already talked about, it is working. But as we grow, it's hard to see. Um, we give we give this advice to others, and it's hard to see other people not grow and not follow the same path. Again, there's so many fears and and things maybe you have to work through before you go down this path. And we've um, been on our own journey there, but it's hard to um, grow our wealth and and then see our friends not grow or even listen to our advice that we give them. I don't know how best to help others, especially when they don't follow the advice we've given them with all the success we've gotten here in cash flow tactics. I, I love that. That bothers us. We're we're yeah. like, how do we really help people? You know? You know, and and man, we've had a lot of conversations, you, me, and especially Jake, because you care so much about other people. And I totally get that and resonate with that. I mean, that that's that's an awesome thing that you have that much empathy towards people, right? People in general. Um, you know, and, and I don't know if there's a, a right answer for that. I would say um, for me, what I've found is number one, the, the best way I could help you, the best way I could help the community was to first put my head down and help myself, right? And to get the results. So I wasn't talking about something in theory or that I read in a book, but to actually get the results that would allow me to turn around and say confidently, this is what, I, this is what I've done and this is what's worked. And then the hardest part about that is exactly what you say. You can't help someone that doesn't want to be helped, right? You can't force anything on anyone unless they're looking for it. And sometimes they're not looking for it in the moment that you want to share it. But the more you stay diligent to your path, um, what I've found is when they're ready, when they're ready to listen, when they're ready to take action, when they're ready to hear something different, when they're ready for that perspective shift, that's when they usually come, right? And you know, that's that's the best way I know how to help people is to help the people that are swimming toward you, that are coming toward you, and then be the example, be the light for the people that 
don't know that they're even looking for a light right now, right? Because when they're ready for it, you'll be the light that's there shining. And I love that about you and Jake. You guys are really good about that. What what else though? What else have you guys struggled with in your game plan, you know, from acquiring real estate to lending to taxes or anything like that? Um, well, before we move forward, so I would just like to go along with what you're saying is that's exactly what kind of happened as I watched you. Um, you live by example. And then when I was finally ready for it, I was able to approach you with my questions. And I wonder if that was actually more helpful to me than not, because I was able to approach you and I was ready to take your strategy seriously. But it's first and foremost, living by example is a great way to help others. Um, But yeah, Uh, so other issues. I mean, once we got over the mindset part, I feel like we have a lot of valuable tools. Like I said, your community and the strategies, we understand the strategies. We've broken past those mindsets. So every step that we take is builds our confidence and our experience. And we have to learn better ways of just staying organized. And as we scale, you know, is how do I stay on top of everything and make sure I'm not dropping the ball? Because it does take um, some time, you know, and you you do need to continue to work on your mindsets and and learn more financial strategies and and stay on top of your investments. Um and, and stay plugged in and network. It's, it is a part of it. So there is some time commitment there, but it's really awesome. I think it's totally worth your time and we're finding great success with it. We've been learning and growing a lot. I, I hear you. I love that. And, you know, I have a, a mentor, a few different mentors in my life that I try to model and follow after as well. And I remember one of them, <laughs> we joke with him now because he's still our business coach. And, uh, you know, we joke with him every time we show up to these quarterly plannings with him because we're like, we just lean back. And we're like, Randy. You said it was going to be easy, right? You said you had the solution and this last 90 days has been the hardest 90 days of my life. So guys, the reality of it is new levels, new devils, right? So you're No matter where you're at inside of your game plan, there's always more you can do. And it might not always be around your personal finance. That's the great thing about the system is once you get it rolling, it kind of rolls like a system. But once you get it rolling, you can't take your foot off the gas pedal, right? You have to ask yourself bigger and bolder questions, whether they be in your business, they be in your your personal health, your family relationships. Because at the end of the day, guys, money is just a tool. It's not what we want. None of us want to have vaults and real estate for the sake of having vaults and real estate. We want the permission, the freedom that those tools offer us to do something bigger and greater with our life. And Zell, honestly, I want to kind of shift gears a little bit with you on this, because I think your definition of financial freedom might be a little bit different than what a lot of people's definition is inside of the community. Um, You've been very intentional with your life. You've been very intentional with your business and how you balance your business with the lifestyle that you want to live. And it's been really amazing. Actually, honestly, I I watched the way you and Jake live and I'm like, man, part of me wants to just follow them. Like they're out having fun. They're out skiing, snowboarding, taking their van across the country, doing all kinds of fun things. So for you, let's talk a little bit about what this is all about. You mentioned retirement a little bit, but why, what does financial freedom mean for you and Jake? So we thought about this question for a long time and we broke it down very simply, which I can elaborate on, but it's to just never think about money period. It doesn't matter. We can choose if we want to work or not work, but whatever we do with our time, regardless, we literally never have to think or worry about money. Mm. And honestly, it's a question for you, but is that even a reality? (laughs) I don't even know. Yeah, that's a great question. And honestly, I think, I think you've got, I think you've been noticing some of those fruits in your life because you know, I remember, I remember when we first started talking, um, the desire for you guys to get into real estate was to help other people. 
right? To be a steward and a service member to some of your closest friends. And I've watched you do that. I've watched you make some decisions with who you let live in, you know, in some of your homes, why you run your rentals the way you run them, where you go on vacation, who you vacation with. Um, I've watched you guys be more open around helping other people. And you've balanced that helping other people with continuing to build your game plan. But I, I agree with you. You know, at the end of the day, my version of financial freedom is is very, very similar. It's I want to be able to make decisions in my life without money being the primary reason why I do or don't make that decision. And that can be a decision of where I work. It can be a decision of where I go on vacation, how I vacation, how much money I give, why I give that money. I mean, any one of those things, you know, money at the end of the day, it's not going to replace you as the driver, right? And when we understand that we're, when we're clear on what we want, then we can use money as a tool. And maybe at some points we have so much money that we never have to think about it again. But even still to this day, I still think about money all the time. I think about, okay, look, this is the next level that Beth and I and our family want to achieve from money that we want to give to where we want to live to all of those things. What's the financial impact of that? What do I have to build? What does my game plan have to do to be able to get there? And I've noticed um, inside of Cashflow Tactics, you know, we talk a little bit about this idea that financial freedom, unlike retirement, is not a destination. Right. Retirement is we save up a bunch of money. We hope we have a big pile of money one day, maybe when we're 65, and then we stop. We stop and we figure our life out and we try to make that pile of money last longer than we live. Right. And that's kind of the objective of retirement. But the cool thing about financial freedom is cash flow greater than expenses. Right. And if you're, you know, in the beginning, a lot of times we see people that keep their expenses low so they can hit that first level of financial freedom faster. But then the, the goal of financial freedom isn't to sacrifice and scrimp and save your entire life, right? And so over the years for Beth and I, and you're seeing that in our life right now, we've intentionally raised our expenses because we do want to travel more. We do want to have a, you know, a, a better house. And so we just go back to our game plan and say, what do we have to do to get there, right? And as long as you can stay in integrity with that and always make sure your cash flow outpaces your expenses, you constantly remain free at the level that you're at inside of your life. Right. So you're totally right. It's a destination. There is no end point. So um, I'm still working through that question. I constantly have to question what financial freedom means to me. Um, so when we said to not think about money, maybe it's less uh, or what I more so mean is to not worry about money. And another thing is just that I can choose to work or not. So let's shift gears and talk about um, your uh, value of time. Is this another strategy that you taught me is is when we trade our time for dollars and you go work for the man or something. Um, I chose not to go that route. So I love being self-employed. I'm so grateful for it that it's been able to work out for me because one of the freedoms I've gotten in a way is not necessarily, I don't have freedom of time yet, but because I still have to work, but I have freedom of my schedule so I can choose when I work. And that's, that's a freedom that I already have. And I'm so grateful for it. But when I'm financially free, I, I have true freedom over time is that I can choose what to do with my time, whether it's work or not. Um, and when we have that freedom, that's liberating and allows us to pursue um, a life that holds more meaning, you know, so we can pursue our, our personal interests in a more meaningful life instead of just trading our time for dollars. Love that, Zell. Love that. And honestly, you've been so intentional with this game plan for the last five or six years that you've been operating it. And I feel like you're just getting going, right? And even for me inside of my game plan, I feel like I'm just getting going. There's so much more that I have to accomplish. And the cool thing is, I know you have some big visions, right? You have some big visions, not just with your current business, Asana Natural Arts, but other businesses that you want to do that will make a bigger and greater impact on the world, sustainability, 
And I think that's really at the end of the day for me, that's this idea. Like, I, man, I don't know. Maybe this is cheesy, but I, I believe that each one of us are put here on this world for a reason, right? We have a mission. We have unique talents, gifts, and abilities that are unique to us. And when we use those talents, gifts, and abilities, we can serve people in a way that no one else can, which means we can solve a problem that no one else can quite solve. And, I, you know, we look at the world today and, and part of it is disheartening for me because you see so many problems, right? And the problems feel so comprehensive and overwhelming. Um, and for me, what that tells me is too many people are asleep at the will, right? The solution to the problems that we face in the world, from the grand scale problems to this, the local community problems, right? Those, those solutions exist inside of people. When people use their talents and abilities to solve problems, that's where the that's where the problems get solved. It's not a government, it's not the stock market. Those external things, those will never solve problems. In fact, I would argue that they that they exaggerate the problems and they delay the 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 impact of the problems. So when we do have to fill them, we fill them greater and bigger than they would have been otherwise. But at the end of the day, guys, that's my version of financial freedom is to empower you, Zell, you. Um, anyone else in the community, wherever you're at, to make decisions, to chase down your greatest dreams, to solve the biggest problems that you're here put here to solve in a way that only you can solve them. And um, I don't know. I don't know. That's For me, that's kind of the way I look at it uh, around this, this game of financial freedom is it truly is a game because the problems I solve today will be different than the problems I solve tomorrow. And the mission that I'm called on today might be different than the mission I, I'm called to serve you know, when I'm in my fifties, right. It might be completely different. And it's just being open to play in the game at bigger and bigger levels. Yeah, most definitely. Okay. Well, I love that. So let's now let's, I want to ask two more questions for you, Zell. Um, number one, what has been like, if you, if you were to kind of boil this up and I might not be able to articulate it, but what do you th- feel like has been the greatest lesson that you've learned inside of cash flow tactics as it relates to money, as it relates to goal setting your life or anything, anything in between? Um, I think it's important to follow your strategy um, in order. So I'm really glad that I set up my vault first. You know, it starts there. Um, so, and then the other thing is to take action. Action today is better than no action at all. Um, and we're all somewhere along our journey. It took years building and working on my mindset and gaining my own experiences and understanding your strategy and just working through all that mind chatter even changing my mind about uh, what I've been taught about money. So there's a lot to work through there, but that even is taking action. If you're working on it and networking, um, be involved in the Facebook group is, is you're, you're doing something, you're working um, on progressing your financial strategy. And then eventually, you know, you save money, you set up your vault and you do real estate, you gain experiences um, and you're uh, on the path, but it's better to take action than no action. Uh, one thing that really helps me is um, I'm very goal oriented like you, but I used to just write yearly goals and I like your um, advice on quarterly targets. Yes, you specifically use the word target that it's shifting. Like you said, it's not an end destination and it helps put um, my goals more into an action plan because it's something I need to do in this three month block of time. And I make sure I stay up on that and uh, keep that current. So I'm constantly um, it, it keeps me accountable so that I'm constantly taking action. I'm moving forward. I'm progressing in my game plan. And right now we are in the hustling stage. You know, it's aggressive. We are buying real estate aggressively. And I actually, that's not going to be forever, nor do I want it to be. Once we have achieved um, building the structure and, and growing our wealth to what we need it to be to bring in our the monthly cash flow that we want, we can take a step back and um, they become more autopilot, as you've said. 
um, and more passive. So we're right now in the aggressive stage um, and we look forward to all the future stages as we grow and, um, and are able to get more freedom of our time. I love that. And honestly, I got to put it right back on you. Um, you are the most productive person I have ever met in my entire life. I mean, you are. <laughs> here's the reality. When you graduated um, uh, high school, like you already had like your college degree. And I mean, like you, you are so productive and I, I don't know where you got that. I, I think a lot of us Lee's have that in us, but uh, you, you take that to another level. And I love watching just the pace at which you keep inside of your life from personal to financial to the targets that you actually said. I mean, you're awesome at that. Last question I have for you. Uh, and I think this, this will, this will resonate with a lot of people inside of Cashflow Tactics if you're open to share on it. Because look, the reality of it is it's usually one person um, inside of a relationship that for one reason or another gets involved with cash flow tactics in the beginning, right? I mean, they, they're in pain. I know that was my situation, but some people just want more and they like the message of rising up and doing more and being more productive and accountable. But it's usually one person that, that gets the message going, that gets the game plan going. But then the, the game plan tends to be pretty all in or all out, right? It tends to be, hey, once you see the world of money, the way we try to help people see the world of money, you can't unsee it, which means every dollar that's not working in the game plan, you're conscious, hyper aware of. Um, and I know sometimes that causes some conflict inside of relationships. And I know when you first got going, you and Jake had to spend a lot of time aligning on your goals, aligning on the strategy. What have been some of the tools that you guys have used over the years? Because now I see you and you guys are like lockstep. I mean, you guys are implementing your game plan together, knocking it out, but it didn't start that way. How did you guys align yourself over the years around your money, your goals, and what you're doing inside of your game plan? Yeah, I guess it just took time. So maybe um, taking it one step at a time helped us come together on our goals. And the more that we understood the strategy and allowed us to focus, um, the more we were ready to start our game plan and go down the path. Uh, something else we had to do personally is as we're trying to figure out how to help other people is, is we really didn't want to move forward with buying real estate and growing our own portfolio um, without helping our families and making sure that our families were taken care of. So we actually took a, a full year before we invested in real estate and helped his brother and helped my sister get a home. Um, and we just, again, we try and we actually, we had a rule. We said, help other people help ourselves. And we were supposed to go back and forth and we're trying to figure out the balance there. And, and we even also want to help the earth too. There's other things we want. We want to get an electric car and we have solar panels on our home and I'm trying to be as sustainable as possible. And, and I have to um, choose my investments carefully sometimes when I'm helping the environment and then being focused and making sure that we're still meeting our real estate goals and that we're staying within our game plan. Mm, I love that. And I want to just ask one more follow-up question on that because I think you guys are probably better than most, but I, I see you guys communicating a lot, right? A lot about the goals and the strategy and around what you want. Is that something that you intentionally do? You're constantly communicating about it, or is that something you had a muscle that you had to build over time? I would say it had to build over time. Um, and it's not perfect, but we actually make sure we do everything together. Um, so as we're buying real estate, uh, we learned instead of buying homes together now, because we don't want to tie up our credit too fast, is uh, we are buying our homes individually. And But we make sure that we both agree on the homes that we buy. It's our game plan. And when I go under contract for a home or close on a home or vice versa, we celebrate together. It's mm -hmm. our game plan. And we try and make sure that what we're doing, what we're building is that like we're doing everything together still because it's 
it's our path, it's our game plan. So we're able to um, talk about it uh, and not always the talks end pretty. You know, you take a moment because we're learning and there's frustrating moments and sometimes Jake and I will bicker. So it's not perfect, but I'm really glad that we're doing it together. I can't imagine doing it alone. I think that it's important. Um, I am, I care more about finances too. So I am the one that kind of brought Jake along. And because of you, um, knowing you, it, it introduced me to these tactics in the first place. But I, I am more of the money person. And the more that we both started to understand the strategy better, though, I think that we aligned our goals and realized it was undeniable that this was a solid game plan. He uh, He's um, an engineer. And so he's more like structurally mindset. And once you understand the structure, I think we both were ready to focus and buckle down and do our game plan. And we're able to do it together and make it work. So we're thrilled. I love that. I love that. And guys, I want to point out just one thing that she said there. It's not easy, right? It's not, it's never meant to be easy and, and communicating with your spouse. That's not easy. And having combined goals with your money, that's not easy. You come from different worlds. You have different perspectives. You have different um, desires sometimes. And it, it is a muscle that has to be built and strengthened over time. And I, I would advise you, I would, I would hope that as you go through that, guys, um, give yourself some grace and permission to know that it's going to be messy and know that it's not going to be easy. Go into it knowing that it's not going to be perfect, but give yourself the gift of staying committed to it, right? Because that's really at the end of the day, let's say Zell arrived at financial freedom. Let's say she bought the 20 homes um, and all of this, but if she didn't have that connection, that alignment with her spouse, is it worth it? And it's not, guys. We all know it. And that's one of my favorite parts about the game plan is when you're clear on what you want, it has nothing to do with money. Now, money might be the tool behind it, but in and of itself, it has nothing to do with money. It has everything to do with the relationships that you have and the quality of life that you get to experience with the people you care about. That's what it has to do with. So, Zell, I love watching your game. I love what you and Jake have done. Um, congratulations, by the way, on, on becoming a new mama. I'm sure that gives you uh, a whole different perspective of what financial freedom means. Yeah. Um, any final words of wisdom that you want to share with the community? You know, it's, it's, it's changed my life. So the best I can say is thank you. Thank you, Ryan, for what you've built. And thank you, community, for being supportive. I'm, I'm honored to be a part of it. Thanks for listening to my story, too. So uh, gratitude. Love yeah, I love that. Uh, awesome, Zell. I mean, it, you know, when you came and said, hey, I want to be on the podcast, uh, man, I'm, I'm just so grateful that you came and shared. Uh, now, I want to make sure everyone gets an opportunity to connect with you. Guys, Christmas is coming up, right? It's the holiday season. And I'm, I'm telling you, if you want a unique gift, if you want to give someone something that has a memorable artistic touch to it, then you are looking at the right person, listening to the right person right now. So Zell, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about what you do professionally and how people can get in contact with you if they're interested? Okay. Yeah. So I brushed on this a little, but my husband and I were full-time artists. Um, I was on my travels one time and stumbled across a butterfly farm. And once I learned about butterfly farms in the rainforest, it protects their land and they breed the butterflies and they die naturally. And uh, I was mesmerized by the experience walking through this farm and being, and felt really connected to nature. So um, the, my deepest desire was to connect people to nature. And I decided I was going to do that with doing butterfly art. And I purchased these butterflies that die naturally. They're shipped to me. And I spread them back open and put them in shadow boxes. And I hand cut out the butterfly wings and make jewelry with the wings. And I've built a very successful business. I've been an artist for 11 years, but full-time for seven or eight. And so I'm proud of that. As I work on my financial freedom plan, 
I have new goals and desires while being an artist has been very fulfilling to me. And we'll drop a link to my store so you can find all that good stuff. But I've also uh, grown in desire in sustainable living. I've tried to figure out ways to reduce my waste and live one with the earth. I, I, I grew up here in Utah. I'm a mountain girl. And it kind of correlates with my desire in my art business to bring people closer to nature. I just love Mother Earth. And so I'm on a sustainability. Um, that's where I feel like a, a deep desire is in me to help people with sustainable living. Um, so the last couple of years, I've been just doing everything I can in my personal life, but also in my business um, on ways to reduce my waste. And I've learned a ton. I've actually, I uh, changed the way that my supplier ships supplies to me. And I also um, make sure that I recycle my products afterwards. I reuse products. I've learned so much. And so I want to help people in that way too. So I'm growing a new sustainability business. I've made some content about my lessons learned and I'm coming out with products that I use myself. So any reusable product that eliminates single use waste, I have uh, Ziploc bags, they're called silicone bags and they're just sturdier versions of a Ziploc bag and I wash them out. And um, I, I always make sure I have my own grocery bags and I use wrapping fabrics instead of um, wrapping paper that we throw away. And uh, I've just, I, I've changed the way I live my whole life and the way I've operated my business. And I know that all of those tools, I'm shifting gears into building a, a sustainability business because I feel like my true purpose is to help people live more sustainably and to live one with this earth. Heck yeah, love that. We must be, uh, we must be related. My very first desire to build a business, I still own the domain, was to do soulhiker.com, teaching people how to connect spiritually with uh, with being outdoors. Uh, so love what you do, Zell. We're going to drop all the links, guys, uh, if you want to get in touch with Zell uh, on social media, if you want to get in touch with anything she does uh, inside of her sustainability business or telling you guys, I'm telling you, it's pretty amazing. I have butterfly art all around my house. Get some of that for for yourself, for other people. Uh, the links are in in uh, the, the show notes. So guys, thanks again for listening today, Zell. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was an absolute honor to have you here. Guys, I want to I want to end this podcast today with uh, just giving you an opportunity to do what Zell talked about. She said the number one thing that she has learned inside of this community is to take action, right? And that's when your life changes, no matter where you're at. So if you're listening to this right now in the car, at the gym, at home, if you're stuck, it's likely because you haven't taken action. There's only so much information you can get uh, before it's time to put that information into play. And I promise you, I promise you you will learn more by taking that first step, that second step, that next step, wherever you're at, more. You'll learn more by doing that than by all of the information that you could consume over the next 90 days. Get enough information to take a definitive step forward and that's when you learn. So guys, the best way to do that inside of our community, if you want to become financially free, we have a five-day challenge and we have a webinar. Both of those links will be in the show notes. I invite you to join in and get clear on your path to becoming financially free in 10 years or less. And until next time, until next time, uh, continue to rise up and live free. Thank you so much for listening to the Rise Up Live Free podcast. Do you want to connect with me and other empire builders who are on a mission to take control of their financial plans and become financially free in 10 years or less? Well, then join us in our private Facebook group where we get to go deeper into the topics of financial freedom. And it's the only place you can see the actual results of people on their path to financial freedom, learn what's working and interact as a community dedicated to becoming financially free. When you join, you'll get immediate access to exclusive training in a private membership area. 
This training will empower you in your path to becoming financially free and it will fast track your results. This is the only place you get access to this exclusive content. So be sure to join us in the Facebook group now. Just go to cashflowtactics.com forward slash group or head over to Facebook and search Cashflow Tactics to join. I look forward to you joining us next time on the Rise Up Live Free podcast.